This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we come to you on a Tuesday. We do the podcast. Why the hell not? There's nothing else to do, and quite frankly, the dog doesn't have to go out for a walk for another 20 minutes. So Al says he'll stick around and grace us with his presence. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, it is Election Day. Let me ask you this as we record this Tuesday after the Boomer and Geo Show, 10 o'clock hour. When we hit the airwaves tomorrow at 5.03, which is when we come on. When we hit the airwaves. Do you, when we hit the airwaves (laughs) at 5.03, will there be a clear-cut presidential winner? Oh, hell, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say no, because I think if Biden wins, Trump's going to refuse the results. (laughs) No, no, uh, each one of them may refuse the results. I'm saying, do you think there's a... I do, okay. You're telling me, do I think that we will have... The electoral, everything's going to be done. Yes. Yes. Like yes. that That by 5 a.m., whoever's in charge of telling us that we have an, a uh, poll results done, because either one of them loses, they're going to, they're both going to contest it and say there's yes. something wrong with the polling. I think okay. we do. I'm going to say we don't have an answer. All right. And I'm not sure why I'm saying that, but I kind of feel like, then let me ask you this. Then uh, Eddie said when, I don't know if you heard the last part of the show. Eddie said that when he wakes up at 1 a.m., he will not look to see who won the election. He will do his normal thing of eat cereal, watch SportsCenter. Will you, when you wake up, will you go immediately? Oh, yeah, absolutely. As soon as I wake up, because my my phone is my alarm. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to lie to you, I think one of the things that has contributed to my my eyesight deteriorating over the Mm -hmm. last couple of years has been that... Because my phone in the last, because I was really, I still used the alarm clock until a few years ago yeah. as, the, as the primary, the phone was always the backup alarm, believe right. it or not. Right, yes, same now the here. Phone, yeah, now the phone is the primary alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say every single morning I wake up, it's alarm goes off and my eyes are on my phone. And then before I turn off the secondary alarm on the phone, I usually will check. Like, I fell asleep. I didn't see the fourth quarter of that game last night. I watched right. it when I came in this morning. But I will go to the phone for the result of the game. Well, it'll be the same thing today. I will go right to the phone before I turn that second alarm off to find out what's going on. And what source will you, what will be your trusted source to see what exactly happened? happened? You know what's so funny is with everything, I go to Google and I type in what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, like, this morning I put in Giants Patriots. Bam, final came right up. I will right. put up. I will put in presidential election on Google and just hit search. So I feel like I feel like I can trust ten ten wins. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sure I can trust Fox News or CNN or MSNBC, but I feel like ten ten wins will give me the straight answer. Okay, that's fair. That's a nice little endorsement for wins. That's right. Ben oh. Mevrak will in, will will appreciate that. Well, thank you. That. Yes, uh, I feel like whatever whatever they tweet or say, I'm going with them. That's fair. I They've got a that. reputation, Jerry. They've yes, got they a do. reputation to uphold. They're not going to go with something that's uh, not true. And if you give them 22 minutes, they'll give you the world. They will give you the entire world in just yep. 22 minutes. Yep. Will you have any concern? Uh, will you do what Eddie said he's going to do, which is tune into 10, 10 wins on your way in to see if there's any unrest? Well, if I drive in tomorrow, I will check first. I have um, someone in my family is in the hospital and might be being moved. Uh, to okay. A different, it might have happened yesterday. It didn't. 
uh, and where he the next place he's moving to in the hospital, different uh, visiting hours. Okay. And so because of the way we're trying to rotate who goes when, it might be easiest for me to get there right at 1130. Right. If that's the case, I'm like, I'm waiting for that to happen. When that happens, I'm going to spend a couple of days homeworking. That could be today. I don't know. Perfect. But if that doesn't happen and I'm coming in tomorrow, absolutely I'm checking the traffic. I'm checking winds. I want to know what's going on. Why not just say, listen, tomorrow morning I'm going to work from home because I don't trust the chaos of New York City? Because there might not be any chaos, and I simply cannot do the job at home like I can here. Right. Especially on a day like tomorrow, we have no games tonight. We have nothing. We have absolutely nothing, not to mention the fact that most of these leagues, I believe, the day is dark to make sure everybody goes out and votes, which means there's going to be no press conferences for the most part, I don't think which is going to leave me with trying to sift through coach press conferences mm-hmm. um, and Jerry Jones on the fan in Dallas. And it's just, when I tell you it is so much easier doing it here, it's not, it's not even comparable. Yeah. So that's why if there's nothing going on, I'll just, I'll come in. That makes sense. So, yeah, listen, if, if you don't think I wouldn't love to just wake up at four, take a shower and then, you know, start getting ready at four fifteen, that sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. It really does. But it's just I just can't do. You can do your job there. I can't. Right. A little different. Mm. All right. Uh, here's a story, Jerry, out of uh, from uh, Mumbai, India. Not Grenoble, France. Not Grenoble, France. I don't have any. <laughs> I did see a photo though of uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, I, fo- <laughs> I follow on Instagram various wrestling from the '80s feeds. Yeah. Don't ask why. I don't know why, but I enjoy them. them. And somebody posted a picture of Andre the Giant's daughter hanging out with Rowdy Roddy Piper's daughter. They're both adults. Okay. It was interesting. It was like, oh, here's the daughter. Like on the left, they had a a picture of Roddy Piper and Andre the Giant in the ring. And in the picture next to it, it had the two daughters hanging out. I think that's cool. Yeah. I didn't even know Andre the Giant had daughters. Like if Marino had a daughter, Sydney and Marino's daughter. Correct. That would be very cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, hmm. do you wonder how physically that works with Andre the Giant? I don't know. Making what making love. To oh, I've, a, oh, I've always not thought, a, yeah. not a giant sized woman. I've always thought that with the years I covered the Nets, just being in the locker room and seeing how enormously tall. These guys are. And then, you know, when they were at the Meadowlands playing at the Continental Airlines Arena, I think it was called at the time, Mm -hmm. they would have on your way into the locker room, there was a collection area, for lack of a better term, where their guests would wait. And many nights, not that I was the last person to leave, but I was never the first one out the door either. And there would be many nights I would walk out at the same time the players were coming out to meet their guests, whether they were their wives or their girlfriends or someone in between. And then you would see like these six foot nine inch huge human beings. Yes. And there was their gorgeous five foot two inch girlfriend or wife. Mm. And it's like, how does that work? (laughs) Right. I remember Shaq discussed it on some show. Because his ex-wife, I believe, was like five foot three, right? And Shaq is seven two, and it's yeah, man, it's it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be strange. I remember when Howard Stern used to have Leonard Marshall from the Giants sure, on yeah, yeah. a weekly spot, and all he used to be fascinated about is is because I think he had a much smaller wife as well, right? He was fascinated how that whole thing worked, but like, I did Google did Andre the Giant. Uh, was Andre the Giant married? He was not, although this uh, says Andre was reportedly quite the ladies' man and did have one daughter who was born in 1979. Look at that. So she's younger than I am, so she's 41. 41, yes. How about that? Speaking of Stern, I heard, not a lot, I heard about 25 minutes of his interview with Eddie Vedder yesterday. Yeah, how was that? Not great. Yeah. From the standpoint of Eddie Vedder didn't sound coherent right he's he's a, he's a mumbler right yes Ugh. and it was like I, and i'm not saying this is the case but there were times where i felt like stern was getting frustrated like he couldn't yeah. tell if the guy was going to answer the question if he was thinking if he was pausing you know that's on a zoom too it's not like they were yep. in studio together and i don't know and then he would ask him like a really i forget what the question was a really cool question and he just doesn't answer the damn thing 
Yeah. And he kind of veers off into another direction. And you sit there saying, like, are you on drugs? Like, are you okay? Yeah, some of these people are very, they're either caught up in themselves being rock stars or they're really this aloof. Well, I will tell you, I would say he was probably more aloof because at the end of it, he could not have thanked Stern more for having him. Yeah. And wants to do it again when they can do it in person. And he must have been on for like an hour. Right. They normally are. Yeah. Had to have been because at the end, like, you know, he was even thanking Vetter for all his time and it was longer than they expected or was hoping for. So maybe I missed a lot of good stuff. I'm just telling you the oh. last 25 minutes of it, which is what I heard. Oh, I was so disappointed. I'm oh, good. I because I, I missed it. And I was driving home from you know the hospital last night and I turned it on and I'm like, oh, cool. I can listen to this. And it was about 25 minutes I caught and it was the end. And it was just like, God, say something. When I when I I saw it, it was being promoted that he was going to be on, and people were very interested. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't hear anything about it afterwards, which is always a bad sign, sign, right? Yeah, well, I I do have the app. Maybe I'll go download the interview, and you know, you uh, you can download the interviews. uh, Yes, if you have the SiriusXM app, which is part of your subscription for. I think most of them except the the lowest ring, lowest level subscription you could have. Um, yeah, so then I can download it. I've started, uh, because I, I haven't been driving in, I wasn't listening to any podcasts, but I've decided now that the dog sometimes wants to go for like 45-minute sniffs around the neighborhood. So I've been I've been popping them on. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, so uh, maybe I'll do that, listening to a yeah. mumbling. Tell me what you think because I'd be curious. If I, uh-huh. Like I said, if the beginning was a lot better than what I heard. Yeah, it's weird sometimes when this particularly happens with Stern for me. When when there's a guest on that I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be so awesome. It turns out not to be. And when there's a guest where I'm like, I have no interest in this, but I'm s- stuck in the car and I end up putting it on, and I'm you love it. Yeah, it's it's so str- you know I think we build it up on our heads sometimes. Yeah, sure, I believe that. Oh, but let me get to this very important story, Jerry. This um, remember I was telling you about Mumbai, India. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, I got uh, we got thrown off there. A 27-year-old Indian woman is taking her husband to court for hiding the fact that he's bald. They had an arranged marriage last month. Hmm. He's understand. been asked to surrender to the police. Uh, In her complaint... Time out. Yeah. Just because he's bald? Mm-hmm. Did she not know he was bald? When she it was did arranged? not. Correct. And no. she stated to the police that had she known her future husband was bald, she wouldn't have married him. She confronted her in-laws who had told her that his hair was a, just a minor issue. So this can you can be arrested for this. Yeah. In India, uh, they, the, the husband and the in-laws were both booked under breach of trust and defamation. Breach of trust? Yeah. Boy, the, our whole uh, our whole society would be put in jail over here, <laughs> right? If we were lying about like on uh, on t- dating websites and things like that, be tumbleweeds running through the highways of uh, the United States. Yep, damn. Boy, and it yeah. looks like she's going to win this uh, case. The way I'm reading this, I got to tell you, the more and more you hear about other places around the world, the more you realize, if you didn't already, how great we have it here. Oh. Man, there are some effed up places to be living these days. Yeah, listen to this. In her complaint, the 27-year-old woman said she was shocked to learn that her husband had been wearing a wig, a fact that he had not revealed to her before the marriage took place. Wow. I guess she never ran her hands through her through his hair. Did, he, did she even meet him before the wedding? I'm being it serious. It sounds like that. she'd met that they had met. Oh, uh, Okay. Or maybe, you know what, maybe, maybe they haven't, and maybe after they got, maybe he got married with a wig on, and then she found out after they got married and were living together that he had the wig. That's probably what happened. Right. Took his clothes off for the first time, and the hair came with it. A stiff wind in India blew his head right, his hair right <laughs> off. Jerry, will you check in on the news today to see how voting's going, or did it be too much um, nonsense? I, tonight I will. I don't yeah. know that I'm going to, at 2 o'clock, be checking it out, because right. it doesn't mean anything. But Yeah, I'm with do you I there. I think by, I mean, I, I've been pretty good watching the, is it 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock? I watch the 5 o'clock news on CBS almost every day that I'm home, mm-hmm. um, unless I'm on the field or something with the kids. But I would say, I, I will. that might be the first time I check in. We have 5 o'clock today. Because I don't actually don't have any baseball today. Um, What's your go-to news at five o'clock? CBS. CBS. Yeah, I, I really I've gotten very used to. Believe me, you're going to laugh at me, but a couple of things I watch. I watch CBS a lot. 
Um, I watch. <laughs> I actually watch CBS HQ from time to time. Really? And yeah, because I'll tell you why. Because it's a fr- first of all, it's free. So on the on the TV downstairs we have in the basement, I actually don't have the cable running down there. We have the Roku um, set up on that TV downstairs. But we have all the apps, and you can get all the channels based on our cable subscription. So it's really not that big a deal. But the HQ never has a problem. It always streams beautifully, and it's it comes in handy. So I've been watching that a lot because I've been in the basement kind of redoing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I watch that a lot, and um, I don't know. I, there's a CBS Sports Network uh, – not sports. There's a CBS Network news um, app, too, that I watch. So a lot of CBS – that's, yeah, that's, look at that's you. That's my go-to, yes. So wouldn't kill them if they'd hire me to do a game once in a while. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was thinking so, yeah. of like I have a, my cable downstairs. I like to hardwire everything in. I don't like this Wi-Fi nonsense. I do too, but I, I can't have nine boxes in the house. Right. Do you think I could drill a hole in my ceiling and run wires up there? Yes. You do? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Well, why don't I do that? I don't know. You tell me. Probably because I feel like I'll do wire. something That's wrong. All. Yeah, I might do that. Go for it. All right. Well, Jerry, when we meet tomorrow at 5 a.m., hopefully we know who the the new or or um, re-voted in, or however you say that, uh, president is. Hopefully we know who the president will be in 2021. What is your prediction? I'm going to predict Trump in a squeaker. I, think, I actually think Biden's going to win. You're taking Biden with the points? Um, Over under? <laughs> Yeah, but so you think if, Biden wins? If Trump wins by a million, it doesn't mean that I win with the points. <laughs> I, think I think it'll be. I, I think Biden's going to be the next president. I think it'll be one of these situations where Trump wins the electoral college, but Biden wins the popular vote, and people will be up in arms about that oh, again because the coasts, happens. the coasts love the Democrats, right? Yes. So you get a lot of people in those coasts. And then the people in the middle of the country seem to love Republicans. That is very true. So you can kind of get that thing. So I, th- I think it's exciting. I think the Democratic Party took a punch in the face thinking they had this thing sewn up four years ago. I mm-hmm. don't think it's going to happen again. All right, that's, that's what like I think. A, that's really bra- that's breaking it down like a ball game. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know nothing about anything, <laughs> right? But that's what I do believe. So we'll All see. Right. All we right. Well, see. looking forward to it. Uh, will we be breaking this down on the warm-up show tomorrow? Probably. All right. I look forward or to it. it was, it was, uh, whatever went on, we'll have to know how the ride into New York was. There you go. What we know so far. Yeah, we're going to really break it down. All right, dude. Sounds All good. Right, we'll see you tomorrow morning then. Yeah. See you. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. And today we get an extra minute because a nice tidy little report from Brad Heller. A couple of minutes after 5 o'clock, it is Tuesday, November 3rd. It's a big day as we move forward in this country and we move forward in the NFL season and we move forward and south to Bradley Beach. His name is Al Jackson Dukes. What up, AJ? Oh, hi, Jerry. Why did Brad Heller uh, skimp us on one minute of update? No, he didn't skimp us. He um, he gave us an extra minute because there's not a lot going on. Disagree. By the way, Gina thought, you know how you some, how you make up a different middle name for me when you introduce me? Yeah. Some days. But one of your favorite ones that you go to is Aloysius. No, I've never said that. Oh, maybe Craig used to be the one who, was, who would call me Albert Aloysius. Okay. Someone did anyway. This past weekend, I was uh, Gina saw me punching my credit card into a uh, uh, purchasing something online, and my middle name is M. Has an M. It, she goes M. She goes. I thought your middle name was Aloysius. <laughs> no, not so much. Not so much. I'm gonna guess that your middle name is Madison. Uh, Michael, very oh. generic. Michael might be the most generic name ever. Michael, Joseph, John. 
three generic names. Okay. So you're saying I named my kid a generic name. Um, yeah, that's what he's saying. But yes. More importantly. I'm saying it. Is, Very good uh, there, Aloysius. After, uh, what, how many years together? Six years together with Gina? She still doesn't know your Doesn't know name. my middle name. Correct. She actually thought your name was Al Aloysius. Evidently. What's next? Al Albuquerque? Al Albuquerque Aloysius <laughs> Dukes. Jerry, today is election day. Let me ask you this. Do you think there's a person in America who changed their mind in the last yes. three weeks? Yep. You do? Absolutely. Do you think one of those people is in one of the states where the candidate visited, and once they saw the candidate in person, they were like starstruck and yeah, thought, I think I'm going to vote for this person? Yeah, I, people are very influential. I could see yeah. that. Sure. Absolutely. Otherwise, I wouldn't be going to those places, right? uh, Well, that's part of it, sure, and get the message out and get everybody together. I will tell you, Broom Street is completely boarded up. Boarded up? Like, even more. Remember I said yesterday that I was surprised how many businesses had the plywood on them. Today, double that. And not only that, I mean, when these people find time to do this, I don't know. But not only are there more businesses boarded up on Broom Street, there's like, uh, there's paintings all over the stuff. Already, yes. Well, because uh, it's chaos. In when, New York City. when they just do it in broad daylight, no one cares. And you you're, know not allowed, uh, you're not allowed to be arrested. So you're for telling me anymore. we're spraying graffiti at three yes. o'clock in the afternoon. You might be right. I don't. I know. do think so. And then you got people sitting there trying to eat outside right. in tents. Right. Good people Lord. are people are in tents cutting up their steak. People are boarding up their businesses, and then people are spray painting their boards. Oh my god! And I, t- you know, I told you the other day that I found ten ten wins on the HD band. Yeah. On one zero two seven, which is tremendous. Listening to it in crystal it's stereo, it's crystal clear. It's awesome. I'm not gonna lie; it's really good. But this is one thing uh, that I heard coming in on a report about the outdoor dining. They say so, you know, it's starting to get cold. Obviously, as you know from walking the dog the last couple of days, it has been windy and it's been chilly. And so winter's coming. So now what do we do? So I guess they're having a struggle because the the guideline is you can put people in tents outside as long as half of the structure is open for open air. Got it. <laughs> and there's one restaurant owner that I guess was, not, I don't want to say complaining, but kind of curious, like, Well, I'm trying to do that, but it's too cold, and yet other people are starting to build outdoor structures that are more like indoor dining because it's too cold. Right. What a mess. What a mess. Disaster, Jerry. Disaster. So I guess the deal is if your candidate doesn't win, take to the streets, right? And Sorry, I want to ask you that. Okay, so so this is for what reason? So this is if Trump wins, they're going to protest. If Trump wins and refuses to... Say he lost, they're going to protest, or no. if Biden wins, they're going to they're going to riot and protest. So, what am I looking for tonight? What you're looking for, if you're looking for peace, Jerry, I'm he, looking to know why they're going to riot and protest. Okay. The real answer is people have boarded up their businesses in case Trump wins, because okay. they feel if Trump wins, there's going to be violence in the streets. If Trump loses. I mean, there might be violence in the streets just the way, same as when, like, your team wins a championship, you go out and celebrate and smash things. I don't know. But my guess is if Biden was going to win in a landslide, no one would be boarding up their businesses. But they shut down the Garden State Parkway the other day, the Trump supporters. And they didn't. Well, they, they, they were doing a, one of their They shut it right? down. Okay. Right. And I did see it was funny. So I saw that uh, the governor of New Jersey came out against it. But meanwhile, it doesn't come out against. Any of the other protests. Very right. very interesting. I guess my point is you're telling me very they're not going to protest if no. Biden wins? Not violently. No, I don't believe so. I, I do I not listen, believe there will be violence. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. All I know is it's thankfully ending soon, this whole election thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joe Buccino on Twitter says, Jerry, you have said Aloysius one morning during the summer. I clearly remember it. Okay. I don't ever remember saying that, but it's not my my go to is Albert Hainsworth. Hainsworth, okay. Uh, then Coco Haters. This is the guy who wrote to us yesterday. Yeah. I wasn't sure what his name meant. He explained it to me. It's fine. Coco Haters said, "Just saying for today's show, JPP didn't get no necks. He had a sack though, didn't he? He did have a sack. I think he had one. I think so. Yeah, big sack. But uh, but I agree with you. He wasn't exactly." Uh, you know, a big time disruptor last right. night. He wasn't lighting it up. I mean, the Giants had every had every opportunity to win that game last night. So, Jerry, for those people just waking up, and maybe they went to sleep uh, with a you know the Giants uh, were up fourteen six at the half. They probably said, you know what, I'm going to get a little bit of sleep for work. Uh, the Giants seem to have this, although not a huge lead. They man, they are uh, they're playing well. Is, they're playing well, Jerry. 
So I took some notes here, Jerry, and it's uh, here's what I wrote down. I was I thought this would be a good little summary for people who didn't see the game. Giants lose twenty five twenty three. Yes, yes, correct. Up fourteen six at the half. Interception. Jones throws the pick to start the third and quarter. Be, uh, by the way, reverse because it's probably notable that Deion Lewis returns the ball almost to midfield. It's interesting to note, yes. It is. I mean, you're that close to a, at least a field goal. He gives it away immediately. Then fourth quarter begins. Giants are still in the lead, 17-15. Jones throws oh. another pick to how, start the fourth quarter. How bad. So the two interceptions he throws. Yeah. The first one, I, I'm not – I honestly, unless he's colorblind, I don't know who he was throwing to. Right. And then the second one, all right, he's under duress, but instead of throwing it away, tries to force yeah. a ball in. And here's the other thing about your notes – and you're spot on so mm-hmm. far. Thank you, Jerry. The first interception, while they were at midfield, should have been at least three for them. Turns out to be three for Tampa. And then the second one, or maybe I got it reversed. And then the second one turns out to be a touchdown. Like that's t- those are two interceptions that turned into ten points for the Bucks. Yes, you're right. You never throw under duress. Oh, terrible. unless you're a, a an expert veteran, but, a wily veteran. But then here's the here's the if you're a giant fan, here's what would confuse you about Daniel Jones. All right. Or right, the two fourth down plays he makes on the final drive. Like he gives you these glimpses of wow, yeah. this kid's got it. And then glimpses of good lord, he looks like Dave Brown. Well, how about even the beautiful beautiful balls he threw on that first touchdown pass? That was a just a place perfectly. That the Deion Lewis one? Yeah, Deion Lewis. You're right. You're not wrong. He shows you a lot of good stuff. They just don't so, win. So he throws the pick to start the fourth quarter. With nine minutes to play, Jerry, the Bucks go up 22-17. Nine minutes to play. Yeah. Then they go up 25-17, Buccaneers, with three minutes to play. Jones to, to uh, Tate with 28 seconds to play. Did you care for Golden Tate screaming into the camera, throw me the ball? No. I don't care for that. Yeah, I don't get that either. Just play. I don't care for that, especially when you're losing. You, uh, 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 when you're losing and you have a one in whatever record. No, I don't care for that. I agree. Totally agree. So they go for the two point conversion, Jerry, which would tie the ball game. There's a pass interference flag thrown. The referees get together and go, eh, our mistake, not pass interference, game over. Yeah, this is to me. This is the uh, the classic. If I'm a Giant fan, I'm furious, and if I'm a Bucks fan, I say well, the ball hit my defender's arm first, so no passing interference. I could play it both ways. This is a tough one, but I would be if I was a Giant fan, I would be furious this morning. It's a tough one. So at that point, you got to do what you called on the field, right? You would think. You would think. Joe Judge said, "Our first instincts are normally correct. So if the refs threw the flag, then they saw something." Yeah, they saw him run into the receiver. <laughs> yeah. I agree. The refs claim uh, contact at the same time with each other. Right. I forget what they call that. Incidental contact? No. Um, yeah. No, no simultaneous not, not, not contact. Simultaneous, right. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, see. Yeah. I thought he got there. So personally, I thought he hit him first. But okay. there is the one angle that shows the ball hit him in the arm, too. Mm. So that's where I say, if I'm a Buck fan, I'd be like, hey, suck it. It'd make a th- better throw. But if I'm a Giant fan, I'm like, hey, you hit my receiver. Right. So, uh, you know what? They had so many chances to win this game. I, this Giants a, this led the whole way one. until nine minutes to play. Yeah, they played, again, they played well. They got after Brady. They didn't make it easy for him. You know, even, they even had the, um trying to think, didn't they have that big third down stop? They had a, There was like a third and one that forced yes. New England into a yeah. the, the field goal that put them up by yes. eight. First down, they take more time off the clock. They might score a touchdown and the game's over. The defense did its job there. You know, there was, you know, I don't know. There was a lot of good. I thought the play calling was good, but they just don't win. It's a, It really is amazing. You know what the Raiders always said back in the 70s? Win, baby. Right, well, the, the Giants are not. They're, Al Davis. They are one, so right now, and I know we didn't think much of the Jets, and I don't know what we thought of of the Giants. What would you have said two months ago if I told you mm. one and fifteen through the midway <laughs> point of the season for the two teams? <laughs> one and fifteen. I would have uh, taken the, the over. Yes, yeah. I would have said at least four or five wins. And by the way, that's <laughs> that not been, good. No, if you would have said five and uh, five and eleven, five and eleven, I'd be like, not great. But I you might have taken that. 
Like you might have, you might have taken. If I gave you the under taking over, the over, yeah. Oh, if yeah. I gave you the under over at four and a half or even five, yeah, you might have taken that. Yes, they're one in fifteen. Yeah. Oh, just dreadful. I do like about... to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead. Mine is stupid. You go. You probably have an actual point. <laughs> well, people prefer the stupidity, actually. <laughs> so that's okay. Uh, I, You know what? In this terrible brain of mine, I already forgot what I was going to say. So go ahead. I was just going to say I enjoyed the Giants, uh, the uniform helmet with the, uh, the Giants across it. <laughs> that's what I took out of the game mostly. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, do you like the red uniforms that the Bucks wore? I think yeah, it's a broadcast. First time this year they've worn them. Yeah, first time. By, hey, by the way, seems strange, but I don't all mean, right. I don't mean to be rude, but I got to ask the question. And right. I like the guy. Yeah. But so I turned on, I would say, 40 minutes before kickoff. So I went to the NFL Network, and they were in commercial. Of course they were. So I went to ESPN for Monday Night Countdown. <laughs> Steve Young is there with Randy Moss. I think it's Booger McFarland. They got Schefter, and they got Susie Culper. And they're sitting around the round table. They're all six feet apart. And I think Steve Young, I actually think he's really good at it. So let me be clear. I think he's very good at what he's doing. I swear to God, though, Al, it looked like he had a bird's nest on top of his head. He's got a, a, a his hair situation. His hair was horrendous. And maybe that's the way he wears it. Mm. But it looked like he just rolled out of bed. And it also looked like, you know, when leaves get, you know, leaves are like, um, they get all rigid and yeah, dried out leaves. and you can crumple them. His hair looked like if I took my head on uh, my hand on top of his head, that I could have crumpled the hair off. That would have been cool if someone reached over and just oh, crum- crumbled his hair off till he was bald. It looked terrible, mm. and he looks good. How old would you say Steve Young is? Steve Young is let's see, Boomer is uh, 50... 59, right? Around the same age. Just Google it. I'm going to say Steve Young is fifty six. Okay, Steve Young looks really good, but that hair, my God. Like, Google that, Jerry. Someone comb it. Oh, he's the same age as the Booms, 59 years old. Okay. There you go. So he looked even better. He just added three years to his life, and he still and he still think he looks really good. He is uh, six foot two, Steve Young, Jerry. Okay. Six foot two. Uh, that makes him uh, one foot two inches shorter than Andre the Giant. He stands there seven foot four, 520 pounds. <laughs> You're such an ass. Grenoble France. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, we've reached our first break. <laughs> if you have anything to add to the show, 877-337-6666. If your call stinks, though, we're not putting you on. Exactly. And, and uh, the listeners uh, hate the callers. Is that right, hate Al? Hate the callers. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's all I get. It yelled out on Twitter. Do not take calls. All right, callers then suck. screw it. No calls today. Oh, you hear that? Oh, someone's not interested in screening calls. <laughs> He's busy. I like the fact that you guys are dealing with this and not me. 517, this, really portion, Al. this portion of the, well, but I just gave the okay for some good calls. And you said, nope, not doing it. You I, guys I am actually behind my time today. Right. There you go. Uh, this portion of the warm-up show is sponsored by WCBS 880 AM election oh. day coverage. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on the fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was what cool. What are you doing? Jerry, this is for election day. Imagine. Imagine your candidate wins, whoever that would be. Imagine there's no troubles. I see we might win Board of uh, Education elections, huh? Yeah, we've been written into a Board of Elections somewhere in New Jersey where Connor Cook lives, a yes. longtime listener and Twitter follower, Jerry. He's written both of us in. I don't know if we could do that job. I do not know how to be on the Board of Elections. Here's all I want. I want when News 12 covers that election, I want to see getting votes. Us. When I head that to vote today, I, I have this in my headset. The people. Come on, Jerry. Voting for Jerry Recco. 
<laughs> I was just going to wish Phil Sims a happy birthday, but if you want to oh, do this, that's fine. Happy birthday to Phil Sims. Screw Phil Sims! 65 oh. years young today. 69? 65. Oh, 65. Oh, yes. Okay. 65. I heard that on Wins Coming In. 65 years young for Mr. On Phil Election Sims. Day, they did a birthday shout out to Phil Sims. They do entertainment news and birthday and celebrity birthdays every day. Oh, my god. Once gosh. I did it with four women. Yep. That, that must have been some birthday. cool day, huh? It was a great birthday. That's for a Phil day Sims. you probably would never forget. Uh, I want to yes. see a, show a double feature on the rear end. You mm-hmm. ever do a double feature on the rear end or do it no. with four women now? No. Three women. Four women in a lifetime? Yes. No, one time. He said he once no. did it with four women. No. Okay. Two? No. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I the moose knuckle. Oh, my <laughs> God. What? Hmm? What? Huh? The moose knuckle. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. The moose knuckle. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Right. Eddie's having fun. Can't take Happy feel- birthday. Can't take phone calls, but we can play that. <laughs> Happy birthday to Phil Sims, 65 years young. I yes. like my lineman big and thick. Yeah. How about this? So I don't know if you've seen, I'm clearly, I mean, you're on social media more than any human being I know. <laughs> so um, I'm sure you have seen all the people just destroying Belichick and how yes. Brady's doing so well in Tampa and the Patriots mm-hmm. suck, blah, 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 blah. Correct. Isn't it funny, though? So there's one where... There's the one picture of Brady. This guy's got 20 TD passes, and this guy's quarterbacks only have three on the season. The guy won six Super Bowls. Right. They have won that division every year since 1936 when he first got there. And they cannot wait to just destroy him. I mean, you want to talk about what have you done for me lately? I mean, it is tremendous. And not for nothing. You look at the two rosters, Tampa and New England, it's not even close Right. Like the Patriots are pretty much what they are, and they've they got a quarterback that's not playing well. Okay. And Tom Brady's got, you know, all-stars all over the place on a really good team. They should be doing what they're doing. And by the way, they're not 8-0. They're 6-2. and They're, you, they're playing okay. Do you think, because uh, some people said that Bill Belichick was making excuses when he was on his WEEI uh, interview, and they they asked him about his team yeah. being uh, losers right now, and he said that the that the Patriots sold out. Yes, but in that time they won, as you say, Jerry, six Super Bowls. Yeah, he was talking about the more recent more. ones with the sellout yeah. comment. But yes, I yes, mean, they, the, they won a lot. He said, in, yeah, and more recently they won three Super Bowls, were in two more, and they made a championship game, they're and in. now they're paying for it. Yes, they were in nine altogether. Yeah. And you know what? They're paying for it, and yet they're not a horrendous team. They're 2-5. and five, I get it. But it's not like they're you know losing games by 40 points. The one comment that I thought was interesting, and I'm not sure what even he meant by it, but he said something to the hosts of, you know, you know, we, we paid Cam a million dollars. I don't want to say you, you get what you pay for. That's not what he said. But he made reference to the fact that they had no money to, play, to pay a quarterback. Right. As if, like when I was listening to it, I felt like he was saying we're getting a million dollar performance. Yes. From a thirty million dollar position. Correct. And he's not wrong. That is true. I just thought that was a weird thing for him to say. And this made me think because people were saying, "Oh, Bill's making excuses," and Bill is saying, "I'm not. This is an excuse. This is a reason." What? At what point in in anything in life, Jerry, is it an excuse Couldn't, or a I fact? Could not agree with you more. I. It's hard this, to tell, right? Right. I wonder this all the time. You know, it's like. Guy breaks into your house. Is it a fact that he broke into your house, or is it an excuse that you didn't have a better lock? Right. I mean, correct. I, I, that to me, I just pulled an owl there. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> I love that thing. It's kind of like injuries are not an excuse. Next man up. Well, if that's the case, why do we ever pay anybody thirty million dollars right, if the position doesn't up. matter? Next man up. Why do we pay a starting pitcher twenty-five million dollars a year? For 20 starts or 23 starts, if it doesn't matter, then let's just take the next guy. If it doesn't matter, we'll give him the veterans minimum and we'll see how we do. It does matter. That's why the teams that have better talent win. So every reason could be looked at as an excuse and every excuse can be looked at as a real reason. No doubt. No no question about it. Hmm. That's why, listen, there are certainly times when a team can withstand injuries because the guys that do step up overperform or overachieve. There is no doubt about it. But if you want to go through the course of time, teams that get ravaged by injuries do not do well over the course of the long run. They Correct. don't. I mean, you're going to tell me the Cowboys wouldn't be better with Dak Prescott, a quarterback, than Ben DiNucci. 
Ben DiNucci. Off. <laughs> you know, it, it drives you nuts. It really does. Speaking of that, you got Ben DiNucci. Now I see uh, my one of my favorite quarterbacks, the mustached, mulleted Gardner, Gardner Minshew. He is going to be out Sunday. Yeah. And a fella named Jake Lutton. Is it Lutton is, or Luton? Ooh, I like that better. I don't know. L-U-T-O-N Luton. looks like Luton to me. Eddie would know. Lutton. This guy played college football. I don't know if Eddie's in the studio, but Eddie's Eddie is shaking his college. head frantically. No, no. You don't have no go idea where me. he went, Eddie? No. Don't go to me. I do not. Let me look. Oh, my. That's, see, that's a that's a very bad sign. Jake Lutton. He's a Lutton for bunny. No, I don't know that it's a bad sign. The guy might have played at East Mississippi State. Oregon State. Oh, Okay. Sixth round pick by the Jaguars. He's 24 years old, Jerry. He stands six feet six. From Grenoble, France. <laughs> no, don't be silly. You can't bring up Andre the Giant every reason, every time, Jerry. But you it's do. Silly. But you do. Why about this? So you got Lutton. you got Luton or Lutton. I like Luton. Starting for Jacksonville. He's a sixth round pick. And the Cowboys started Ben DiNucci, who I think was a sixth or a seventh round pick, too. I mean, look at this. And you said Oregon State. That's, yeah. what, that's what Al said. You know what their nickname is? Uh, they are beavers. The beavers. 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 Are they the beavers? beavers? Yeah. <laughs> wow. The beavers. Hey, Dove, keep your opinions to yourself. My time. <laughs> He's texting us. <laughs> Dove is texting you. Yes. If success should have happened anyway, it's an excuse. I don't know what that means. If success should have happened, I don't know what that means either. What does that mean? It must be uh, an ancient saying. If it really is why success wasn't achieved, it's a reason. All right, enough. Mm. And Garoppolo also will be out <laughs> for the next couple of weeks, Jerry. We're getting a lot of backup right. quarterbacks George in the NFL. George Kittle out for eight weeks. And George Kittle also out. Yeah. Time to take out the Niners. I don't know if they're even still in it. Are they? Uh, four Are they and hanging? four, I believe. Four and four? That sounds yeah, like that a division, champion. That's a killer division. I mean, those teams are really good, but oh, San so Francisco's really beat up. So th- there you go. There's a good example right now. They have Debo Samuel out, Nick Bosa out, Raheem Mostert out, out, Garoppolo Kittle out. out. I know there's more and more out. Right, Richard Sherman has been out. I don't know if he's out anymore. Are those excuses for a loss? Those are reasons because you know why they're losing. Those are your starters and your star players. Right, George Kittle just got a monster contract. You know why? Because he's damn good. Now we're gonna have some backup go in there. Well, you better perform better than Kittle. Maybe you'll make big money. We're going to have some clown go in there, Jerry, like Jake Lutton. Or Luton. Or Luton. Is it Luton or Lutton? Lutton or I'm going to say Lutton. He's a Lutton for punishment. That's what I would go with if I was a writer you in just uh, be Jacksonville. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was a headline somewhere. <laughs> I don't think there's any question that's been right. a headline somewhere. And maybe if he lost this week. If he lost at Oregon State ever, they would have been like, think about how for far the Jaguars have fallen. We went from, we're going to win that bitch. To right. you making fun of their quarterback, saying he's lutton for yeah. punishment. And in between, Gardner Minshew's the quarterback. Right. Doing nude yoga in the in the locker room. Right, who was cool because he's Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. By the way, miss you. Has J- so J.J. made reference that we better not get hold of his new Tua pronunciations. Is anybody aware that he has butchered the name even no. more so than no. the he whole would, no, Alabama a caller, thing? No, a caller just said I have to... Uh, work on the pronunciation of the name, and JJ said, "Yeah, me too." But don't tell the morning show. Okay, I didn't know what? if that many had a new pronunciation that he screwed up. Not well. Fleeks would have told me. Oh, he's the. I gotcha. Fleeks sells him out every. Really? Time. Oh, absolutely. I thought those two were tight. They are not tight enough. Funny is funny. Right. Funny is funny. All right. Why not just yeah. say Tua at this point? Do you that's, don't have to say Tagovailoa Alabama? That's what I go with. Tua. Tua. Yes, especially when you only throw for like ninety yards, like you did right. Sunday. That's enough. All right, quick break. Second break of the hour. Yeah, I know. Listen, what can I tell you? On election day, you're doing this to us, Jerry. Uh, Sure, and every day. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, This portion sponsored by 8778Abused. On the other side, Al has a story that is going to knock your socks off because I saw it on the show sheet. Don't go anywhere. Hang in. This is going to be mind-blowing, I promise you. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock on the fan. Al and Jerry, they suffered for their art. Now it's your turn. What is this, Beatles Day on the fan? What are we doing here? Let's get out there and vote day, Jerry. The Beatles, John Lennon, 
Also, well, I'm not allowed to play the Beatles or John, or I'm not allowed to play the Beatles during the CBS broadcast. They don't oh, have the true? rights to the music, so I try to get it all in here. Got it. Yeah, them and the Rolling Stones, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Uh, Jerry, be- you you need a revolution. Before you give us your mind-blowing news for the day. Please vote. Or your mind-blowing story. Uh, a couple of quickies. Number one, my COVID test came back negative, so that, that was kind of cool. Um, number two, so you're a big guy on polls. Polls. I love a good poll. Is 6,000 votes good? Yes. Okay. Now, this sort of surprised me. That's why I'm going to ask you. All right. Evan Roberts put out a poll. Oh, he's doing polls now? Oh, oh Evan always does polls. He's yeah. a big poll guy. Yeah. He, Evan loves the poll. Um, what would you rather have happen? All right. You're fi- now, rem- now, keep in mind, he's a sports talk show host. I know that. Right. Favorite team wins a title mm-hmm. or your presidential choice wins? I think we Pre- know what the answer is. Mine is presidential choice. Eddie? Oh, presidential choice. Wrong. Uh, well, the, the, <laughs> I'm saying that's my opinion. No, I'm asking you had the results of the poll. Oh. Poll. For, uh, we'll for talk about Ed- I blew it now because I told you. You blew it. You blew it. So you favorite team wins a title, won the poll. That's unbelievable. What percentage Dick do you think? Um, <laughs> 60 to 40. <laughs> Dick polls? <laughs> what Who kind is of that? polls? That, that sounds a pitch, like a pitcher, I believe. Dick oh, yes. Poles? I believe. Yeah. Dick Poles? Yeah. Uh, Cy Young winner, I think. It was 54%, 46%. I was actually surprised, given Evan's a sports talk show host, that it actually wasn't more slanted for the, I don't mean society, I mean our listeners. I would have thought more people would have gone for the uh, title. He's a sports talk show host, but he does love presidential boyhood homes. So he does. He visits so them on vacations, which sounds tough. creepy. Dick yeah. Poles. Mm-hmm. Okay, enough with the... All right. <laughs> uh, real quick, Jerry, uh, Johnny Roast Beef checking in on Twitter. He tweets us a lot. He says, a boarded up windows, graffiti on them, $80 lunch on the street with rats at your feet. Welcome to New York City. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I think I retweeted that, too. I thought that was funny because it's true. Yes. That's what's out there. It's all over the place. Oh, speaking of the streets of New York. So I go out the other day and and he's only on my mind because he's tweeting me about the whole facts, you know, excuse thing. Mm-hmm. And I have double vision. Do you know that Eddie Scazzeri and Dove Kramer have the same exact car, same color and everything? The only difference really? is one's a five speed, one's an automatic. Eddie's a five speed guy. Same color, same everything. Wow. I thought that was interesting. I bet Dove looked to Eddie when he was going to purchase a car and said, Eddie is a smart driver. He likes a, a car that can fit in the spots in New York City. He likes a a vehicle that gets good gas mileage. He loves a stick shift. Was it coincidence or was it that, Eddie? I believe it was coincidence. Same wow. color, too? Yeah. Hmm. Well, Bizarre. The, the, the fit for that model year, only, I think there are only like four or five color choices. Yeah, I know, hmm. but I would think black is probably the most common. I don't think it came in black. Oh, really? It's colorful. Yeah. How about that? Got a little color instead. Aqua yellow. So he keeps. Uh, no, I think <laughs> it was like yeah, orange, like uh, Al's car, like the burnt orange, like the yes, tic-tac, right? Right, right. Now <laughs> he so he keeps uh, tweeting or, or texting you. Yeah, just a couple. But it made me remember the other day when I saw you guys on the street. So I've only seen Dove twice in like six months. Right. So and I, listen, who am I to say I had the fire yellow uh, car once too for three days? Now that- is it a reason uh, or an excuse that he keeps texting you? That he that he's a pain in the ass. Is that an excuse? No, that's a reason. reason. That's a reason. <laughs> All right, blow us away, Al. What's the story? Well, this you isn't to blow you away. It's just it's a fun. I love a fun. Um, I love the way athletes post things on social media. So the NFL has suspended Chicago Bears uh, Javon Wims two games for his punching in the face. Uh, although with the helmet on, um, uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so CJ Gardner Johnson took to Instagram uh, and wrote about Javon Wims and said, quote, that man punched like a female. Boom. No, I don't think that's, I don't think you can say that anymore. <laughs> right. I, you know, I thought of that immediately. I said, what does that mean? Right. I know a lot of females that could. So that would kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. I watched those UFC fights. Forget Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I don't think that, I think he should take that down. Or be canceled. Or be canceled? Can- yeah. What, do you want to like, get cut? Yeah, get him cut. He's not going to be cut. That's not going to happen. Cut him. I mean, let's be honest. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah. I love that name, too. So he's got C.J., which stands for something, right? We, are, we want to Those call are you initials. Albert Johnson Dukes? 
No, How he's about, CJ cool Gardner Johnson. Big Johnson. Hey, here comes Big Johnson. Albert Big Johnson Dukes. CJ Gardner. I'm going to see what the other stands for. Gardner Johnson. Minshew. Gardner Minshew Johnson. What are you Johnson. checking out? Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Okay. But I don't know what the J stands for. Uh, the, uh, Jack. <laughs> wow, he's Chauncey to play football Jack. in Florida. Jerry, you know how tall he is? Five foot eleven. From Grenoble. <laughs> no, Jerry. Every time you Florida. do this now, I can't help but think of that stupid <laughs> thing you do with Andre the Giant. Don't get caught up in that. Well, you have done that. What can I tell you? <laughs> You're at fault, and it's not an excuse. It's a reason, you jackass. Oh, that's a reason. All right. <laughs> yes. Do you like this idea with the NFL's got a uh, contingency plan if games start getting canceled because of the Rona? You know, because some people are saying that the Rona is going to come back strong. Right. And so we might get some cancellations. The NFL is considering if games get canceled, a 16-team playoff scenario. Yeah, that's what it's like. The NBA, it's like I love the it. NHL. It's like, let's put half the teams in. And you know in that scenario? Yeah. Cowboys, Giants, Jets still not making it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you would get, in each conference, you'd get four divisions, four division champs and four wild card teams. Yeah. And the seating would be one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six. You're getting 16 of 32 five. teams making the playoffs if they do this you tell me the giants couldn't possibly make it they're one in seven <laughs> no i mean listen if they win their next eight games they'll be they'll make it right but can they win a game first how about a game yeah that's Holy perfect jesus they're one and seven and you know what's funny about the giants i could make every case that they can win five or six games of their last yeah game. i can't make a case that the jets are going to win a game Giants play the Washington football team. They next. should. They should win that game. Absolutely, the Eagles, they should win. Then and the I Bengals. Think they're better than the Eagles and the Bengals. They should beat the Bengals. Where's that game in, though? Where's that? That game? game's in the Natty. Mm, you know what? Cincinnati's actually pretty impressive. No, you know what? I'm not going to say that. Then they they got to go. They to should win at least one of the next three, and I'm going to say they should win two of three. Figure out which two, but they should win two of the next three. Right then they uh, got the Cardinals, the that's Seahawks. Tough. Okay, that's tough. Browns, Ravens. Not it. No. Well, Cowboys. Lamar Jackson hasn't been very good, and the Cowboys—they should beat the Cowboys yes. now at home. All right, so we got the Giants winning some if games. The here. Giants Let's get the don't Giants don't win one. I'm going to say this: if three. the Giants don't end up six and ten, four. Which, by the way, still sucks. You're right. If they don't finish six and ten, yes, then the back half of the season is a colossal disappointment. Right. They got to win five more games, Jerry. They've That's got, all you're asking. You know what? I'll I'll take it down a notch. They have to go at least 4 and 4 in the back half to show you that Daniel Jones is capable of doing this. Okay. That's fair. Because I really do believe 8 games in, watching them the way I've seen them, I feel like they are prepared every week. And maybe the Steeler game wasn't great. That's fine. But the other seven games, Joe Judge in his eight games to me has proven to be a competent head coach that has his team ready to play. Jason Garrett, people mocked it when they when they hired him. I think he's done a really good job, you know, in being creative and doing different things offensively. They have the makings of what should be a better team than one and seven. So four and four in the second half to me is not asking for too much. Right. If the Jets won two games, I think they overachieved. If they win two more, two going out, yeah, we'll I two agree. more. They have none. <laughs> <laughs> if they if they went two and six in the last eight, I, I think I'd be impressed. And even that, Al, would Terrible. be six. To, if the Giants went four and four and the Jets went two and six, what are they now? One and fifteen. Yeah, one and fifteen oh combined. God. That would be seven total wins. We'd be talking about for the two teams. I'll tell you this. Two games. This coronavirus got me so crazy. All I kept thinking of last night, every you know, they would go to, uh, they would show Jason Garrett on the sideline. He kept pulling his mask down. Yeah. I was like, mm, that's a fine. He is outside though. Is he anyone near within six feet of him? He is outside. Yeah, but they're they, they still they they're trying I know, to I know. teach everybody. And he very well might be fined. I'm just curious. Find if him. I thought Bruce Arians did a great job. Oh, I love the shield. He's wearing glasses. He's got the shield, and he's got the mask. That yeah, I would do. Taking it seriously, I think if I was a coach on the sideline, I would go shield over mask because the mask is is tough. The mask is difficult, and if you have the shield on, it will allow you to pull the mask down for periods of time. Yeah, for a little breathability. Yes. Have you seen the? Um, 
So all these like sideline interviews, I'm sure you've seen them. Yes. And they look fine on TV, but then once in a while you get the overhead shot. Yeah. It just looks ridiculous. Stupid. They're like the reporters in the stands, the guys looking up at them. You get all these people surrounding. It's pretty, it is weird looking. How'd it go out there? (laughs) Well, it's a good thing there's no fans in the stands. You can hear each other. Yeah. It is goofy. Hmm. And that was, and that's another one. I know we've talked about this. The MetLife Stadium games are just God. Death. They've got to just feel Boring. like nothing more than scrimmages. Yeah. But it looks good on TV, not showing the crowd and putting that fake crowd noise up. So Yeah, they figured it out. Do you think we get through this season? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I don't know why. I think so too. Yeah. Like we're halfway home already. Exactly. Hmm. How about that? Today is election day, Jerry. I don't know if you're familiar. If you know that, I don't know if you've been reminded anywhere to vote. I have today heard. Today is yeah. your voting day. I have heard. If you I haven't have already seen... voted. That uh, it's time to vote. It's election day. Time to vote. Yes. Uh, Cubs pitcher John Lester. Now I think this is some sort of. I think he's involved with Miller Lite, although he's not saying it. He spent forty-seven thousand dollars picking up beer tabs for fans in Chicago. Great. Over holiday ho- Halloween weekend, he bought. Miller Lights for everybody. And the reason why I think this is some sort of gimmick with Miller Light is he keeps tagging Miller Light in his posts. Either that or he's looking for an endorsement deal. Or looking for an endorsement deal. He paid $31,000 worth of Miller Lights and $16,000 in tips over awesome. one weekend in uh, the, the Halloween weekend in Chicago. I think that is outstanding. That'd be cool to get a, a John Lester beer. How much money do you think John Lester has made in his career? Oh, it's an insane amount. That when I started looking at this, I said he's spending forty seven thousand dollars. That's cool. Like if I was making that kind of money, I'd go I'd go buy pizzas for people. He has made this pizza's on me. This sixteen dollar buy on me. I would say he's made two hundred million dollars in his career. Yeah. He can afford it. But, mm, yeah. He can. And I don't care about taxes. He can afford it. Don't you think like if you were making that kind of cash, right? Yeah. And let's say you, you you and your family went out to a local pizza place on a Friday night. Wouldn't it be cool to to go up to the counter when you're done and be like, buy everyone's pizzas? Yes, put I it do. On my card. Yeah, and I would want I, I would, would want like an uh, an arena named after me. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, and then I'd go like this at the end when I was leaving with my family, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. I hope you all enjoyed do, your no, pizza no, 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 on no, me no. tonight. You cannot do that. <laughs> you can't do that. You have to do it quietly and then let other people. Tweet about it, or make notes about it, or call the newspapers or News Twelve. You you're counting on do that. You're counting on other people Just to say because it it's Al a nice Deuce thing to do. Pizza. You don't get credit for everything, Al. It's on me. At the end of the day, you will sleep better knowing you did a good thing. You do not need credit from others all the time. You ever been in line God. when someone pays for your uh, drive-through? Yes, it happened actually on Sunday. Someone paid for your 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 drive through. Yes, and I actually won on this what? one because I went up. I had I got uh, an iced coffee, a latte, and I got like a breakfast sandwich. Okay. And I went up to the window, and she said, um, "It's paid for. Would you like to pay for the person behind you?" I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" She goes, "I don't know. Everybody's trying to pay it for." I'm like, "Okay. What do I owe?" She goes, "You win. You only owe two fifty. Cool. <laughs> I'm in." <laughs> but I said yes anyway. I had no idea what they bought. Oh. But yeah, I mean, my order was nine bucks, and then the one behind me was two fifty. So, yes, I am aware of that. We have to take a break. Can you hang she, in for a minute? You going anywhere? Me? Yeah. No, I'll be here all Making sure morning, you're not going to walk Jerry. the dog it's 40 day. degrees and windy out. <laughs> I'm here for election day. Quick break. When we come back, boom, well, we'll wrap it up. And then Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, though, it's time for a Radio.com Sports Minute with the great Amy Lawrence on something about wrong and right. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Giants lost to the page, um, to the Buccaneers last night at MetLife Stadium as they fall to one and seven. So we've got a one and fifteen football in the area. Al, we got about a minute left. What else you got? You almost said Patriots because Tom Brady was quarterbacking. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. It's, it's still not through my head that. You know he's the Buccaneers quarterback. Yeah, right. It just happens. Whatever. What do you What do you make of this, Jerry? Mister Peter King. Peter King. In his uh, column, his Monday morning quarterback situation says this. that uh, although Washington is open to trading Dwayne Haskins, and Dwayne Haskins, no Dwayne one is Haskins, in, nobody's interested. Peter yeah. King. 
Peter yeah. King said that, yeah. The people against mm-hmm. the ethical treatment of animals? Uh, yep. Peter King. No <laughs> one's... That's weird. It's for the ethical treatment well, of animals. Um, wasn't yeah. this guy like the top of the food chain when it came were, to quarterbacks in the draft at one point? There Only were many, according to some people. I'm Boomer Esiason. <laughs> <laughs> and he's setting himself up again. Now no one wants him? That's weird. Well, he hasn't been great, and I don't know. I, you know... I would think someone would trade a seventh round pick for him. Right. I mean, but it's but such that a tough position. But that's what Peter King is saying, like only maybe a third round pick for him. I wouldn't give up a third round pick for him. But meanwhile, people wanted him to go did he go number one? No, he was not number one. Oh. No. But he was top. I mean he was the first round. Some people thought he might have gone number one. Right. I'm Peter Sison. Sison, right. <laughs> Jesus said he I mean holy moly. You know what that means. Craig Carton is oh. back and he's partnered he with Evan Roberts. And they're here weekday afternoons, two PM to seven PM. What will you hear? Everything that'll make you want to listen longer and keep coming back. It all starts next Monday. That's Carton and Roberts to take you home afternoons, two PM to seven PM.